Welcome to Footwood Podcast. My name is Ahis Anthony, and we're here on the Football Gist edition of the Footwood Podcast. It's been a minute we've been on the podcast ever since the EPL um, rounded up. But, um, you know, there was something that happened yesterday. Um, champ- Champions League final. Chelsea are now crowned the EPL. Chelsea are now crowned the Champions League winner. They're now the champions of Europe, defeating Manchester City in the final. But like we normally do on the podcast, you know, footy with podcast since the beginning of the season and up until this time, um, we are in support of no room for racism and we've always supported that cause and we hope going into the next season we'll still be supporting that cause which is no room for racism we don't want racism in the in the game that we love but back to the matter i'm not here alone my name is his anthony once again and i'm here with the number one chelsea fan on footy with podcast even without 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 having to without having to you know introduce him you all know him chimamaka what's up yeah yeah it's good it's good 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 to be here again and um you can see him is donning the the chelsea jersey because um chelsea definitely won yesterday it was an impressive performance by chelsea and we all saw how the game went 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 out or played out we were supposed to have a preview session or preview episode for the champions league final but because we were busy in all of us we have our business schedule this is what we love doing because we just love talking about football and we love doing this at most times weekend so we were kind of like preoccupied and we didn't have the time to do that but we said on today's episode no more epl epl is done and dusted man city are the champions crown champions and we're going to concentrate on the champions league final more like make it look like a review review of the champions league final so the game antecedent the precedent that occurred before the game chelsea had defeated manchester city back to back in the fa cup semi-final and also in the league and you know the 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 build up to the game was we don't know what we're going to expect but some chelsea fans they were kind of like too quiet they were not too pompous because they didn't know what was going to happen like chumamaka said he didn't want he, he didn't even he didn't even want to talk about the game because he didn't want to jinx it and luckily for him we didn't have the preview or sorry we didn't have the yeah preview episode so he didn't have the opportunity to talk about it on footy with podcast i don't know if he did that elsewhere and luckily for chelsea the game went out according to plan and they did the job and they're now champions of europe chimamaka first how do you feel being this is the second time in in the space of 10 years winning champions league good for chelsea good for chelsea so how do you feel I, it cannot be explained actually it cannot be explained why am i saying this because before the game before the game i had i had i had sleepless nights with four hours before that game so after clinching the title i could not explain that feeling it, yeah. was, it was more like it was more like a joy that had been brewing up 
but it didn't know how to explode. Eventually, it exploded. I didn't know how to contain it. I'm talking football this night because I've been able to calm myself down and 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 not just drown in that celebration. But I'm here now. I feel awesome. I feel. I feel. I feel. I don't know. I feel. In cloud nine as it stands now. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to have another Chelsea fan on the episode today in Damini, but um, from where he is right now, it's it's, it's kind of like difficult for him to join along on the episode. But two of us were, were okay to to carry on, and we will definitely carry on. And um, speaking of which, carrying on Chelsea, I've been able to carry on the momentum they have built. Ever since Thomas Tuchel took over, you know, being the manager of Chelsea. Right now, I don't know how Lampard will be feeling. It's normal for humans, being a human being. It's normal for him to feel feel happy for, for most especially Mason Mounts, which he gave the opportunity when he was a manager. Most people thought he was um, he was the tutor's pet. He was the it was a pet to Lampard, but Mason Mounts has been able to prove himself ever since Lampard lost ever since Lampard was sacked being the manager of Chelsea and the new manager Thomas Tuchel came on and Mason Mount has been able to prove the player he is and um, outstanding performance throughout when Thomas Tuchel took over yes a blip against West Brom a blip, a blip against Arsenal and also a blip against Aston Villa on the last day of the of the game also a blip another blip in the FA Cup final but they've been able to carry on that momentum most especially against Manchester City a team which 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 everybody know, knows to be the best team in England and they've been able to do this three successive victory against Manchester City what has Thomas Tuchel gotten right when so playing Guardiola? Uh, well, with, with Guardiola, it, it has come to he has come to understand Guardiola because it's not it's not just in England he's put Guardiola he put Guardiola when he was still managing uh, Borussia Dortmund and he was defeated by Guardiola with Bayern Munich then and I can remember one of his previous interviews talking about his meet up with Guardiola when they were in Germany and Guardiola sat down to analyze analyze his gameplay his understanding of football. So I believe these are two smart men who understand the game tactically and uh, understand it individually because they played the game as well. So well, I would I wouldn't say um, Tuko has done has done too many things right. All he has done is understand the strengths and the weaknesses of the opposing team. That is all yeah. I know he has happened to do, and he has fixed mm-hmm. that. Now. On Gadula's part, I will tell you that Gadula actually has overthought, which means, I mean, he overthinks his formation. What's he going to get there? What's he going to get there? Yeah. yeah. Because, well, Tukul has not done too many things right. He has just done what he knows how to do best, which is containing pressure. Where we will have a lapse is where we are going to get defeated. Like the game against West Brom, we had, we had tired legs. And the like. So, but, but as it stands, as, as it stands, I, w- I would say, I would say, um, in both games or in the three games, the better team were of advantage, and they took yeah. advantage of it. Second, let's let's also for, let's also not forget that the odds in these three games has always been against Chelsea. Let's not forget mm-hmm. that 
the yeah. odds has always been against Chelsea in the three games, starting from the FA Cup semi-final, the um, the, the the return leg, and the Champions League. Every odds we are against Chelsea and Thomas Tuchel because we all know that 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 uh, Man City has the best crop of players in the EPL. So mm-hmm. we, no, nobody's no, nobody's dragging that with them. Nobody's doubting their their potentials. Actually, the EPL is there to show for them. The Carabao Cup is there to show for them. But, but as it stands, as it stands, I think Chelsea played on the fact that they were the underdogs, and being the underdogs, they came out all they came all out to 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 shut the mouth of their doubters. And wow, well, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, you know the underdog story because I saw you know before the game started, most Chelsea fans trying to play the. You know, play the cool. They didn't want to really go all out and say, yes, we're going to win Manchester City. Because, yes, Manchester City were carrying the momentum from winning the Premier League, defeating Everton 5-0. And Chelsea, it's been a, like a blip, a struggle, losing the FA Cup final. And also on the last day of... And also on the last day of... um, What's it called? The last day of the EPL... um. The last day, week 38, the last day of the EPL. Last week, yeah. rather, of the EPL, the lost against Aston Villa. You know, so for me, the underdog story, yes, I understand that. But when you look in terms of the past few games, you know, they do this most especially in the EPL. When they're analyzing any game, they look at the stats. The last time this team met, who won? What did they did, Was it a draw? Did they end in a draw? But looking at Chelsea and Manchester City, Chelsea has always, had always, you know, taking the advantage ever since Thomas Tuchel took over. So, for me, if I were if I were to be a Chelsea fan, the confidence would have been there. I would definitely know because I know that Thomas Tuchel with his, with his tactics will come all out to negate whatever Gadiela is bringing to the fore. And Gadiela and himself having to overthinker his tactics. This happened to him in the last Champions League final. In the last Champions League where they lost to Lyon, in the semi-final, I don't know if I'm right. No, quarter-final, right? Where they lost quarter-final, where he had to experiment with a two-a two-defensive midfielder in Rodri and um, the other Brazilian, Fernandinho. And this time around, we saw what happened. There was no defensive midfielder in the starting lineup. So, for me, whatever that's 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 Gadiela's story. I know he would he would leave to to regret his action. But now let's concentrate on Chelsea. Fantastic okay. performance by Ngolo Kante. Ngolo Kante has been the rave of this competition. Man of the match against Real Madrid. Man of the match against Atletico Madrid. Man of the match against, I think, from the second round, no, from the quarterfinal, semi-final, and also the final. Atletico, he has been Atletico Real Madrid. Yep. And also Manchester City. So he's been he fantastic. Has, he has, fantastic. What what do you have to say about Ngolo Kante? Man, I have I have too many things to say about Ngolo Kante. Now we understand that Kante is in his thirties already. He has knocked the, the 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 thirty mark, and we know that in in the game of football, the moment you get to that age, yes, we still say you are your prime, though, but you are mm-hmm. much more prone to getting injured. Injured. You are prone yeah. to sustaining injuries at that age. So the 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 good thing about about the manager that Chelsea has now is trying to understand understand the, the physicality of a player. Now in the game against Leicester against against Aston Villa, Kante was rested, rested due to the fact that yeah. he was injured. 
so he had he had a knock and we know we have another game ahead of us it is to Chelsea's advantage if you have a Kante on the pitch. We know from Ranieri's days, from uh, Kante's days in Leicester City, Ranieri was the first man to say that uh, Kante serves as two players on the pitch. And yeah, we didn't understand that statement. <laughs> yeah, we didn't understand that statement until we had him in Chelsea. Now, we will say Leicester City was a team that just came, they were underdogs in the EPL and they came and they did this. But Chelsea, who, are, who will be playing much more competitions than Leicester City uh, years, years after, we are seeing the strength of Kante. In the game against, against Real Madrid, Kante was a menace in the midfield. And when you have the likes of Tony Cruz, you have the likes of um, um, Casimiro, you have the likes of Luka Modric, and in the, in the, in the pack of Real Madrid, and you still have a Kante to nullify those guys' movements. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I was listening to the to the commentary yesterday and Joko, a Chelsea great, yeah, uh, a Chelsea great was saying that you have a Kante in the pitch is a prime Makaleli plus extras, which means if you watch a Claudio a a a, a Makaleli play football, and you say Kante is a Makaleli with extras, it means that speaks volume. Else. Yeah, it speaks volume. It speaks volume. I was talking to, to to my brother and he said he said Kante in FIFA mode is a cheat. We know what that means. <laughs> it is, it is, these are heavy statements when you hear. I'm not I'm not trying to praise Kante, but but he's he's but he's football. No no no! Right football, now you just have to praise him, man. You just have to praise yeah, him right now, he's, man. <laughs> his football is speaking for him. He's yeah. all around the pitch. You cannot and the 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 good thing about his play of football. You know, in football, when when you, when you start getting getting hype or you get praised it gets into your head but this guy is able to manage this thing with his humility that is the that is the part at which i don't understand so Kante mm-hmm. is immense both on the pitch and off the pitch his football speaks volumes for him his character on the pitch speaks volumes for him his character off the pitch speaks volume for him if you look at his football his football is not drama if you remember in the game that the, the final yesterday where he was stripped by Kawaka and it was this is this is three minutes in the extra time. Yeah. And every normally every player would want to roll on the pitch to waste more time. But he's you know when he plays they designed that way. Yeah. So you get he still got mm. up. Normally mm-hmm. if, if I was the one in his in his shoes, I would roll like like, just to waste time, I, man. <laughs> I, just to waste time. But this guy, his default setting doesn't even accept that. Which means he's just there for the football. That is the hunger. So I love that about Kante. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot use. I, I don't have the right words to actually explain an Ungulu Kante to you. I will just tell you to use your own words, the language you understand, to identify and define an Ungulu Kante. He's a blessing in the Chelsea shirt. Any any club would love to would love to have him, despite him being in his thirties um, right now. It's it still yeah. it still didn't show in the way he played. He was running. It was like a like a bunny, running through the pitch yesterday, tackling, getting the balls, winning interception, which was kind of like instrumental for Thomas Tuchel's plan for that yesterday's game. But another another player we should look at is Kai Havertz. Yes, we know he has gotten a lot of stick. With the money based money being put on him over 65 million pounds right if i'm if my stats yeah. serve me right so he has gotten a lot of stick didn't start well you know england it takes time it takes a while but ever since that game against crystal palace has set off spark which has sparked him into life it was instrumental also yesterday in thomas Tuchel's plan he played the false nine yeah. position which yes. um Guardiola 
has has always wanted to implement or experiment. Yesterday we saw Kai Havertz. That goal, would you say it was a lucky goal? No, someone said it was a lucky goal. It was because Manchester defenders forgot defending. But if you watch his run, if you watch his run, you would know. It, it, you would know that doing that is not easy. Being able to beat the offside trap, and he saw he was aware that the Man City defenders were not in position, and he took advantage. And same thing happened against Arsenal. I think we talked about it one on one with the goalkeeper, and we said it that what if it was a Champions League final? If he had that position, or if he had that opportunity, is it going to, you know, spill it or miss it? But yesterday showed us that he could convert such, such chances let's talk about kai Havertz. is it getting into that groove right now is it getting into yeah, that mode i have i have so many answers to that but first that stick that he has been receiving was one of those who was giving the sticks where you and i told you you will give that guy time yeah now i i hope he has been able to prove you wrong that on the big stage he can perform all he needs is the time and the time to blend into the team now you talked about you talked about the game against crystal palace that was where he got his groove back this is a player that we all know suffered the covid as well and coming to a new country at age let's not forget he's 21 years of age mm -hmm. so that you don't we don't we don't yes we know the price tag actually in the in the in the epl says more than what you can even do yeah but we are we are expecting we, we expected so much from a 21 year old player who is not in his prime yet and at the at the end of the season is able to nick the goal that gave Chelsea the champions league it's a pass mark on kai Havertz standard for now with that age now we are we we, we have come to see that kai Havertz is can be very very influential in any attack line Kai Havertz plays on the left, he plays on the right, and he plays as a center forward. And he plays behind the striker, which means this is a player who is smart on every section going forward on the pitch of play. Now, we, we, I, I got to realize that Kai Havertz's best position is playing as a center forward. Now, being a center forward doesn't mean you sit there and do the job as a number nine. No. Kai Havertz's advantage is that he reads game plays. He reads a pass before it is being given out. I don't know if you understand that. So that's the advantage he has. So he plays as a number 10, he plays as a number 8, and he plays as a number 9. So it's an advantage to Chelsea. Now, playing the, the formation um, um, uh, Thomas Tuchel used yesterday was favorable to Chelsea. Why? Because he knows Kai Havertz has the pace. Nobody will understand that with his height he has that pace nobody knows that that is one of his strengths that people has, have been unable to identify secondly he has aerial threats he's not like i'm sorry to say this Tammy abram is a chelsea is a chelsea player as well but kai havertz is more of a threat aerially than Tammy abram because he also goes for the ball he contests for these balls so looking at looking at, looking at the whole thing Kai Havertz in his first year in Chelsea, in my own opinion, I don't I don't care what anybody has to say, is a success because he has been able to nick the Champions League and he has been able to come up with instrumental goals. We we, we can remember the game against against Real Madrid that um yeah, definitely. scored. Yeah, so that's what scored. Definitely not performance, not brilliant from him. I get you. I, I get you. No 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 player will be bought for that kind of amount of money and you're not performing and you wouldn't get the stick. Exactly. 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 But as 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 it is, he has he has 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, on the on the post match interview yesterday when he was called by one mm. of um, the, the the journalists and they asked him that the the the, the price tag on your head is it this this that, that I don't want to use the words he used, but mm -hmm. he used the f word and says he doesn't give an f about the price tag. Now he has the Champions League in his hands, so mm -hmm. it means a whole lot to him. So if if he was actually dwelling on the price tag, I don't think he would perform much. But he chose not to dwell on the price tag and show his gameplay on the pitch. And yeah. I was very, in fact, we are very impressed with him. Every Chelsea fan are very impressed. And the, the, the problem that we fail to understand in England, this is due to the, 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 the toxic English press that we have. I'm sorry I'm saying this here. The toxic <laughs> English press that we have, who are very good at hyping a player even when he's yet to kick, sorry, even when, even when, when he's yet to put a boot on his feet. We are forgetting that Kai Havertz is only 21 years. But and at 21 years of age, yeah, I, I, I get you. I get you, but, but you have you have players like Messi. You have players yeah, that are younger. Have, you have players that are younger than him that are doing the exploits. Players like Foden, okay. players like um Greenwood, players like Saka. Yeah, that, the money wasn't put up. That this guy, yeah, that these guys. Have been playing in England. They Definitely. played all their junior kind of football in England. This guy mm. came for the first time in his career as a footballer. He came out of his comfort zone. I, I get the point. In England, and it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. I Credit to him, though. Credit to him. Yeah. The Sakas, the Fodens, and Co. They've been exceptional. You can't rule mm. that out. If you're going to put anybody in the category of of young players and these young 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 awards, you will put Kai Havertz because he has been very instrumental for his team. So you won't rule that out. The guy has been very good. Yes, we didn't get that at the beginning of the season because we all expected so much from him. So when he didn't give us so much, we felt okay. He's one of those. He's one of those. Those. Those waste of money guys that we have. What? Fortunately for us, we we saw his strength against Real Madrid. I was surprised that he was able to humble an almighty um, Sergio Ramos. Yeah. That is Kai Havertz against Real Madrid. That's in the return leg. He was able to humble it. So this is a boy who has this thing inbuilt in him. All he needs is time. Time and the right team where he Definitely. fits into. And they will, play, they will play wonderful football. I'm waiting for Chelsea in the future because you realize that all these guys that we are talking about now, these guys are even yet to get to their prime. Look at the Mason Mount who made the assist. Mason Mount is 22. Rhys James is 20 mm -hmm. or 21. Kai Havas is 21. Christian Pulisic is 22. The guy we are shouting about, Timo Werner, is 24, going 25. So these guys are even here to get to their prime. It only means that Chelsea has a future ahead of them. And these guys, if they remain in this club, Chelsea will be, a, will be an unplayable team in the nearest future. Let's watch and see. Yes, we'll have to watch and see because, you know, it could have been a different story if Manchester City had won the title. But... Credit needs to be given to where it's still. They did they did very well. It was impressive. You know, having to nullify Manchester City because we all know the threat that Manchester City carries. If they're playing any team, they're ready to break you down. But still on Chelsea, you know, we, 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 we saw the trend ever since Thomas Tuchel took over. Tammy Abraham, the likes of Tammy Abraham and the likes of Giroud has fallen down the pecking order. They have not really played that well. They've not gotten minutes in all competitions per se. And um, looking at the formation, Thomas Tuchel is implementing or implementing most of his game, playing the false nine, you know, playing the three at the back, two full wing backs and five pressing 
going attack five defending very lovely to watch but it has nullified some players and we know those things yeah, happen it brings unbalance into the team players are not happy Tammy Abraham has always been getting playing time under Lampard but all of a sudden the new manager comes in and the manager is never looking at him um, Oliver Giroud as well the striking role you know and Timo Werner like you mentioned he's not firing on all cylinders yet let's see that he's not firing on all cylinders That's true. how does Thomas Tuchel go from here yes we've won the Champions League we came fourth in the EPL we got to the FA Cup final we lost yeah those are improvements those are those are things you can check that yes we're on the right path but in terms of balancing the squad we know what this it messes things up it has even messed up the biggest team in the world when your dressing room is not balanced so how does Thomas Tuchel do this how does it manage we've been hearing rumors Tammy Abraham is no longer needed he might leave Oliver Giroud we don't know where he's going to but these guys are not getting playing time how does Thomas Tuchel Thomas Tuchel handle this well, I would I would talk about Thomas Tuchel's strength, and one of his strengths so, uh, that I've noticed right from his his men's um, days is how to manage players. Now, because you're not playing, doesn't mean doesn't mean that you he's not in conversation with you, unlike some other managers. Because you're not playing, you are frozen out entirely. Yes, since Thomas Tuchel took over, Tammy Abraham has had just two or three less games, three games or less. Under Thomas Tuchel before he got injured, and the moment he got injured, Chelsea clicked. And the moment Chelsea clicked, Tammy Brown found it difficult to even replace, to displace Olivier Giroud as the second striker on the bench. So now, this is what this is what I feel or I believe Abraham should do is up his game. So it's not just on Thomas Tuchel because you realize that Thomas Tuchel likes playing fast forward players. When I mean fast, I mean I mean guys who are pacey up front. That is the strength he has. And with, with Tamir Brown, Tamir Brown is not fast. I'm going to be very frank with you. Olivier Giroud is not fast. He's not, I'm very frank with you. But Giroud has an advantage over Tamir Brown, which is experience. Olivier Giroud might not deliver the goals, but he's ready to bring in defenders to himself to create space for others. Sammy doesn't do that yet. So I believe Sammy, Sammy might eventually leave Chelsea if he's going to, if, he's, if, he's, if he really wants to cement a spot in the, in the England national team, which means he needs playing time. He would have to go to a club who would see him for his own strengths. Because in my opinion, I feel he doesn't, he doesn't fit into the kind of striker that Thomas Tuchel would want mm-hmm. in his own Chelsea team. So, no, no disrespect to Tammy Abraham, but but that's that's just the truth. You cannot have you cannot have a large squad of twenty six players and every one of them will be satisfied. If I'm telling you that 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 is possible, I'll be lying to you. It's not possible. Now, the problem with big teams nowadays is managing big players. Tammy Abraham is. In his own right, a big player because he's playing from Chelsea. He's playing for Chelsea and started off in the Chelsea Academy right, right from age nine, eight or nine, I think. But as 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 it stands, um, Tammy Abraham, Olivier Giroud. I know Giroud. Yeah, Giroud is thirty-four. Giroud will be looking for other options outside of Chelsea. And Definitely. He's like yes, he's he's beginning to get offers. He's beginning to get offers from all the way from Italy. I don't know. Yeah, I think just Italy and the MLS are calling for Olivier Giroud. Yeah, so j- if he's j- going, just because it's a yeah. good one. So just because of time, I just but like if, an ad- addition to this question. Do you see Thomas Tuchel going into the markets this summer because Thiago Silva will be thirty-five? 
you need a backup Christensen. So one yes. Christensen seems to be the only backup. Aspi, Aspi as well is is not getting any younger. On that right, right hand side is just Rhys James. If Rhys James get injured, what happens? Chiwell, we know on the left, Alonso to back him up. I don't know if Emerson will still stay, but in the midfield, love players like I said, um, I said Makaleli, <laughs> Kante is you know in his 30s you see thomas Tuchel going into the market and also changing his formation yeah. changing his style tactics as well you know yeah yeah he, well thomas Tuchel will be going to the market because he has been clamoring for a center back yeah he's his best pairing since he took over from chelsea has been Thiago silver rudiger and aspen the greater and if you look at these guys their age their average age is over 30 between the three of them so yeah. he not he needs he needs he needs yes he needs the experience he has the experience that is he has the experienced players but he will need an understudy for these guys because should should it be that there's an injury a very serious injury who's going to take mm -hmm. over now we have seen that um um andrew christensen has stepped up the plates andrew christensen has come in when Thiago Silva has been injured and he has done, he has cemented a wonderful starting lineup. We know that. So he's a, he's a very good understudy for Thiago Silva. But for the likes of Rudiger, if Rudiger should get 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 injured, get the kind of injury he had two, two seasons back before our, for our Europa League triumph against Arsenal, if he has such kind of injury, as a long-term injury, who replaces him? We have nobody in that cover. I don't know if you get that. Now, if yeah. you're going to call, if you're going to call Kozuma, then what happens if Aspilicueta gets injured? So, which mm -hmm. means he needs covers on all these positions, at least two players each for the back three, because Thomas um, Tuchel, if I must be very frank with you, is not intending to change his back three style. All he would do might probably play the only thing i feel he's going to do to tweak the the team a little is to either remove because he plays with a double six the best he can mm. do is to remove a double six and play with one six then put more attacking players forward which i know he can do that's the only tweak i feel he can do but with the back three thomas Tuchel has been known to play a back three he might not touch anything about his back three but in the center of the park he will decide to do something in that so that's where i feel his trick will come in so he needs players and as a, as as i yesterday as i yesterday from what what we saw we saw online thomas Tuchel's interview he has had he has had a conversation with with the, with the chelsea owner and the chelsea owner is ready to back thomas Tuchel up. He's, he's he's always ready he to spend the cash he's ready to yeah he's, he's ready to spend he's the money just ready. to get the team better the, the beauty about Chelsea Football Club is we we people see us and say we are spending, we are spending, we are spending. We cannot spend if we don't have a football hungry owner. And the man has been there since he took over in 2003-2004. He has left the business side of football and put the passion into it. That is why Chelsea is ready to spend. And Chelsea, every one, two seasons since he took over, has a mm. trophy in their bag. Yeah, the, the start speaks. The start speaks because yes. for over 20 seasons, for over 20 or ever since he took over, Chelsea has been able to rack home 17 trophies. You know, I was saying, I was saying, saying? A, yeah, I was saying a stats. I, I was saying one stats yesterday. ESPN, yes, um, yeah. major trophies won. Chelsea 17, Man City 13, Manchester United 13, Arsenal 9, and Liverpool 9. So it shows, it shows, okay. it shows an owner that that has ambition he shows an owner that knows what he wants and he shows an owner that is ready to invest into the team and exactly. definitely when you do and, that and if, results if will definitely it, come up it, 
it, it doesn't just only apply to the to the men's team. It applies to the female team. It applies to the under the the the, the, the guys in the yeah. academy. Yeah. Because over the years, what, what what trophies we are counting are the count are, are, are what the, the the men's team have have acquired have cooked up in these twenty years. If you look at Chelsea women's team in the past fifteen years, okay, last fifteen years, they were not as good as they are now. These people are the are these girls. We are the ones who entered into the Champions League finals. Let's not forget that they are back to back um um, um women's league champions. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that they, are, they, they, they came and they won in the past three, four years. The female team has been outstanding. Even this, the, we, are, we are talking about the female team. The the youth cup, youth uh, European youth trophy. Messi Mount won it as as a Chelsea as a Chelsea kid too as well. Yeah. So it means this thing is reflecting on all all facets of of the of of Chelsea Football Club. So mm-hmm. it is it is it is it is it is a joy to see that the owner of the club is football hungry than making money. He's yeah. ready to bring out his personal money to get the football to, to get the club running. And as it is, we are having we have won uh, uh, a second Champions League in nine years, and we have won in the space of that same nine years. We won two Europa leagues, and it, mm-hmm. it, it only tells you it only speaks a lot. It yeah. speaks a lot about Definitely. the club. It speaks a lot about the hunger. And as it is, yes. the good thing about it is, the past few years Chelsea was not so recognised as a big club, but the mm-hmm. hunger came in from an owner and we are seeing we are hearing Chelsea in fact Chelsea is the most hated club in Nigeria as it stands because nobody I, I, think, I, I think I think the tide first. changed the tide changed when Ibrahimovic yeah. took over you know yeah, it, it shows exactly that's when that's what shows you uh, like I mentioned earlier an owner that is that is ambitious that won the best for the club and um, interesting facts as well looking at what happened in Europe this season the Europa Europa League Europa League final and also the Champions League final. The managers that won it were managers that were sacked by PSG. You know, these were PSG's yeah. <laughs> previous managers. And PSG has always wanted to win the Champions League. The Champions League seems to be the holy grail for PSG and also for Manchester City. And I, I could imagine how they will be feeling right now that their two previous managers that were that was that was sacked by the owners have now won europa league and also champions league in the same season you know that at times like we mentioned ibrahimovic he has all the money spending the money right you can have all the money and still don't have what you want but it's 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 so i know as a chelsea fan you should be happy i was even thinking you're gonna pop champagne on this episode but there's no there's no (laughs) no no champagne to pop (laughs) <laughs> and um would have been it would have been lovely if we had damini joined us on this episode but because of technical difficulties he's finding it difficult to hook up on the episode so he couldn't join but definitely we will come again we'll have subsequent episode there's some topics we'll be discussing because right now the epl is um on break we'll have to wait yeah. till august before we do a normal epl review but before then there will be topics we'll discuss. It's now going to be football just, not the EPL review on Footy with Podcast. But when the EPL resumes, the EPL review will come back. And also we'll do episode on transfer news because, yes, starting from June, the transfer window opens. June, July, August. Yeah, definitely. So there'll be a whole lot of going in and going out. So we'll talk about it for our respective club like we normally do. Arsenal, 
Manchester United, Chelsea, and also Liverpool as well. And um, it's been interesting doing this with you, Chimamaka. You know, I'm so happy. How I wish my team won a trophy this season, but a European trophy for that matter. But it's just a pity that um, that is not the case. Any parting shots for today's episode before we round off? Yeah, there's so much to say in football. It's, it's, it's always a joy to talk football. And to every of our listeners out there, you guys have actually been the motivation to continue this. Without you guys, True, we cannot carry this out. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you for a wonderful season that we have done once again. So you're going to continue with us. They expect to continue with us even before the restart of the EPL season. So I love you guys for me as a Chelsea fan and the best number one Chelsea <laughs> fan on Fully Beat Podcast. I share my love to you guys out there. I love you guys so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good, so good. And um, just to touch on that, yeah, it's been it's been a wonderful season from the beginning of the season. The EPL review, the transfer news, the fan debate, the fan corner. We hope to still continue to do that. We hope to bring more content to our listeners. Like we all know, we're on social media platform, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We're also on this platform, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts. You can listen to all of our episodes on this platform. And also you can watch the video edition of our, po- of our podcast on YouTube. You can go to our YouTube channel. Please like and also subscribe and also share. You know, it's good to share. It's good because it's you guys that keep, like Chimamaka said, it's you guys that keep the little that we have. We are so, we're so grateful. It is the little you do, the comments you drop, the likes on our social media platform that keeps us going. And I know we'll get there. But just to touch on this one as well, our um, Fantasy Premier League, because the league came to an end last week, so we were running the fantasy premier league and we have our winner we're just waiting for fpo to collect the points so we'll, we'll have to drop that on our social media platforms and we know that that segment was um sponsored by am jesse and um the winner of our fantasy premier league will go home with a favorite jersey favorite clubs jersey sponsored by am jesse so we'll be launching that out on our social media platform so that the winner should know him or herself but his guys doing this Chimamaka thank you very much Chelsea like they say the champions of Europe and um, we hope for better days to come next season as well next season will be good from us all of us here we say thank you and have a good week ahead <laughs>